Welcome to Evolve, where we have fearless, unfiltered, unapologetic conversation with host Chanel Spencer, author, speaker, and CEO of Maximum Evolution. Are you ready? I hope you're ready. Hello, 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 beautiful people, and welcome back to a new episode of Evolve, where we have fearless, unfiltered, and unapologetic conversations. Because it's just mandatory around here. Like, listen, like, stand in your truth, be who you are. That's the only option to be at period. Um, but I'm super excited to be here. Welcome back to all of my lovely, lovely listening audience. If you have not, go back and listen to a few episodes after this. Make sure you like, share, subscribe to every, every platform. Um, but today we have a special, 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 special guest. Before I get into that, if you don't know who I am, I am the lovely host, Chanel Spencer, and you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Chanel Spencer Now. And I'm just ready to take over the world period. <laughs> but we'll get more into that. Let's say hello to our lovely, lovely, beautiful, amazingly talented guest, Bernay Taylor. Say hello to the beautiful people. Yes. Hello, beautiful people. Greetings, grand rising. Welcome. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Like I love grand rising. You make fun of people that say grand rising. I don't care because our rising is grand. You don't want to say good morning because morning yes, morn is morning. Uh, 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 come on, somebody say it. Listen, we are spiritually connected. As I say, you know, some say good morning, the spiritually connected say grand rising. <laughs> yes, yes. And you know that I say hello, beautiful people. I literally say that now. And I, I know I got that from you. I know I got that from you. <laughs> It's hilarious. Or I'll say greetings, beautiful people. And I'm like, I always think of you in my mind when I'm like oh, saying it. I'm like, yeah, that's so enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brene, give the people a 60-second clubhouse Ooh, yeah. intro of who you are, what you do, all those good things. I know, I know you need more than that, but you know. I know, but that's all right. But listen, we are we are trained, honey. We we came mm-hmm. up, we trained by the same okay. people, knowing exactly, exactly what that is. So yes, hello everybody. I am Renee Taylor, entrepreneur, speaker, and mentor. And I am someone who is really here to help you move to a place of loss and grief, step into your confidence, and dare to live life on purpose. I tell people all the time that this is my story. I'm living it as I'm writing it. I'm breaking through and I hope you do too. So thank you for having me. Oh, I'm breaking through and I hope you do too. That that was a word. <laughs> so that funny. is a closer. I can okay. so see your face right now. I can so see your face. <laughs> I guess, since you mentioned breakthrough, what what do you feel? What does breakthrough mean to you? Oh gosh, my life, literally. Mm-hmm. And it's so mm-hmm. funny. We don't even realize the words we said, the things that we we wrote down in our diary or in our mm-hmm. journal, the things that we were affirming, the things that we were mm-hmm. manifesting in our lives. I'll tell you this. I put in my first major release of Breakthrough. It was called Breakthrough, along mm-hmm. with other authors in the country, Johnny Wimbrey, Les Brown, Nick Halleck. I ended the book saying, I am breaking through and I hope you do too. It was mm-hmm. almost like a dot, dot, dot. And that was mm-hmm. my entry point into authorship where mm-hmm. I could give, shed a light on my story. Who, who am I? You know, where do I come from? My family, mm-hmm. toxic relationships, you know, the characters in my life, right? The really important people in my life and how they shaped me. And then how I had, how all of that kind of came crashing down. I had to dismantle those false ideologies to decide 
that I'm going to create who it is I wanted to be and the life that I wanted. And that was really the start of my, my personal development. So for me, breaking through is, you know, understanding that we're going to go through some challenges, we're going to have some breakdowns. Come on, somebody like I'm going through right now. Mm-hmm. And that if we can just put one foot in front of the other, if we can just keep going, if we can just push and keep pressing through, despite how we're feeling at the moment, if we could get to the other side, that mm-hmm. we will have our breakthrough. We will see our breakthrough. Mm-hmm. We will receive our victory if mm-hmm. we faint not. And so that's what breakthrough means to me. Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so now I can't You're like talking in the, to in the like sound this. bites. You are talking to my root chakra, my sacral chakra, <laughs> my heart chakra, all of the chakras at one time. I'm just like, I feel it throughout my body and like what you said it's so important and I have this conversation with clients all the time like it's so important for your mindset to be where you need it to be for you to have any level of success no matter what level of success what no matter what success looks like to you you have to make sure that you're in a in a space where you are ready to receive whatever it is that is in store for you right and so like what you said in regards to the break the um, breakdown or the breakthrough, like it's impossible for you to have a breakthrough if you are still stuck in your same stagnant ways. You have to understand that in order for you to get anything that you want in life, you have to have some form of evolution. You have to have some form of change, right? You have to have some form of growth. You have to make the space for you to be able to have those things, right? Whether it's financially, whether it's mentally, whether it's physically, whatever, what spiritually you have to, you have to continually be in, a space or be in a breakdown of yourself in order for you to turn and grow into the person that you want to be, but also live the life that you see for yourself as well. So, oh my God. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. I they say not. there's no way, there's no way around pain. You can't go above it. You can't go below mm-hmm. it. All you can mm-hmm. do is go through. There's no way because I promise you all the people that are really trying to suppress their pain or the breakdown or whatever it is they're going through or the people that are trying to ignore it and don't want to confront it. I guarantee it's going to manifest its way and show up in some area of their life if they don't deal with it. So the time is now Mm -hmm. no, no better than now. Absolutely. So you said that and that was perfect because one of, I did an episode with Erica Quinn and she talks about trauma, like trauma yes. is either transformed or transferred. And that, Ugh. that is literally what you, like what you said, like literally, like if you don't handle it and so many people don't so oh, many, yeah. like, we are like the, the, the small percent, right. Of the yeah. people that like, all right, this happened to me, but I refuse to allow it to define me. And that's what happens. Absolutely. Like people are like, like 95 years old and still talking about what happened to them in 1946 like right like it, right it doesn't it it all it does is suppress you as an individual and it it, uh, it locks you as a prisoner unfortunately right absolutely absolutely yeah. like literally and so it's so important oh you just oh you just dropping gems so early i just I can't. <laughs> my brain is like oh I like you're I like, know, right? Early in the morning. Like, we, t- <laughs> we said to the people, Grand Rising. So listen, Grand y'all ready Rising. to get up? We about to, you about to be woke today. <laughs> exactly. We gathering your day today and the rest of your life today. <laughs> Literally. And so that's so, oh, you, oh my gosh. It's so important for us to understand. Like the things that we go through can literally mold us into the person that we are today for our present and for our future. And so it's so important for us to like go through the healing process. Whatever it is that you need to do, 
to heal, feel, and deal you into your next Ooh, chapter of your life. Heal, you know what I feel, mean? and deal. Yes. Like, like, you know, because like you said, it just manifests in a different way. Like whether it's because you become sick, whether it's because you are addicted to drugs, whether it's because mm-hmm. you are addicted to alcohol, whatever it is, like it just, yeah. whether you retail that, listen, retail therapy and spending money was my ooh stress. And it was a great ooh stress in the moment. I was about to say, yeah, that is done, good. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? After it was done, I'll have like buyers and more. It's like, oh, I just spent all this money and it was so stupid. Yeah. It was because I was having an emotional moment, right? But now yeah. I can, I can now respond to those things or if I'm triggered or all these different things that happen on a day-to-day basis, I know how to evaluate and how to respond to those things versus being reactionary and that's because doing the work and like you said you know the breakdown for your breakthrough and I know you just mentioned um the breakdown that's kind of where you are and can you just um Mm -hmm. elaborate on that a little bit more oh absolutely absolutely and one thing that I I also wanted to add to that list that you just said in terms of the ways that this can be manifested it can be manifested Mm -hmm. in the way that oh I'm now I'm hurt so now I'm hurting other people and then that level of dysfunction that level Mm -hmm. of destruction that level of toxicity Mm -hmm. and that those patterns all they do is repeat themselves all they do is is spill over into your kids your kids Mm -hmm. kids and everything that you touch so it, it, when I tell you it's super powerful and, and, and it's, it's like, if we could just channel that power in a good way, it, it, it could be amazing. But we see, we've seen it. We've seen it done in the wrong way. Look at our families. Look at the black family. Look at the relationship between the black man and the black woman. Look at, I mean, it's so many things. Look at families that weren't planned are broken. Um, you know, this is because people didn't deal with their trauma. So I just want to say that I wanted to add that to the list. <laughs> I'm catching the Holy Spirit over here. Do you hear me? You, I just, I can, you, oh. No, I had to sit up. I had to sit up, Adam. I had to sit up and, and straighten my back. And I'm feeling goosebumps as I'm talking Listen. to you because only you, only you could get this out of me, Chanel. Like I said, you, you mentioned the breakdown that I'm going through right now. As I mentioned off record, mm. that I, you know, I am in hiatus, you know, for no other person, for no other soul would I come out to have this conversation with um, mm. simply because I'm about to be 39, right? Mm. So we know oh, that- what? Let me tell you something. <laughs> 39 where? Okay, because you, 39 where? What, I would have never thought that. I would have Chanel, thought you, you knew how said, old I was. I think we talked bro. about when we first met because I thought you no. were older. You have an old soul, but you're like young and youthful. <laughs> what the heck? Thirty nine. Okay, first of all, thirty nine is not old at all. But what <laughs> I'm saying is, I thought you was gonna be like thirty two, thirty three ish. Like God bless you. I don't even remember 20s. what happened those years. <laughs> it's such a me blur. Me <laughs> It's such a blur. But I'm telling you, life started for me at thirty. This is what I'm telling you. This breakdown mm-hmm. and this breakthrough, that this mm-hmm. transformation that I've been going through. And that's why I always say 40 is my year. And I can't wait. I'm literally Mm. living in a place of anticipation and expectancy for what 40 is going to bring me because 30s have been my growing pains. So let me tell you what happened in my 30s. So this -hmm. is the breakdown I'm going through. Right? Like a month short of me approaching my 30th birthday, my dad passed. Okay? Mm -hmm. That was the first, my first, I guess, relationship or first onset or encounter with grief. Then right Mm -hmm. after that, my pastor passed. My daughter, mm-hmm. my pastor's daughter, who was a mentor of mine, passed. And then it's suddenly I had this really extreme relationship with grief. Just in this past year and a half alone, the, the amount of people that I might have spoken to maybe weeks prior, 48 hours prior, gone. The last mm-hmm. supervisor I worked for before I became an entrepreneur, God rest her soul, I love her dearly. There was nobody else I would have worked for under that company. 
Mm-hmm. We lost her. In the same week on Christmas Day, I lost another friend that I used to sing background with. Um, just mm-hmm. recently, I lost a, a dear friend from my old church. You know, spoke to her probably three weeks short of her birthday. They said mm-hmm. she she was feeling tired or whatever, or she was cold or whatever. She just said, oh, you know, I'm going to go home and take a nap. Never got up. You know, mm-hmm. the weekend when we were putting my grandmother to rest just recently, my grandmother, 91 years, Chanel, you know, I talk about her on every platform. I've yes. literally written about her in every single book. Her legacy yes. is strong. Minnie Taylor, um, who raised me, not even just a grandmother. She was a mother to me. I look mm-hmm. back at these pictures and I'm like, oh my goodness. I didn't even understand the magnitude of the level of sacrifice this woman made for me to raise her mm-hmm. three kids, to then raise us two, to have to mm-hmm. fight just to get us just have to fight to get to get funding to give me the life that I had I mean it's not until my adulthood that my friends look back at my life and they're like oh but Nana you were different you were different you know you had grandma you had in Gail you had this you had that I traveled I saw the world I I, I, I didn't want for nothing I mean, you wouldn't have known mm-hmm. that I came from a broken family. We're talking about the breakdown mm-hmm. of mental mental health. When my mother, mm-hmm. my mother who lost her husband of 18 years just in, during this pandemic, you know, mm-hmm. from friends, people that I performed with, that I shared stages with, gone, just gone. And right. some COVID related, some not COVID related, some mm-hmm. young, some old, some that were never sick. And so that's where I'm at right now. I'm in that mm-hmm. breakdown. I'm in the breakdown of understanding that grief and loss, the way that people deal with it, we all deal with it differently. Absolutely. I'm finding that all of the trauma, the hurt, the pain, the lack of accountability, the things we didn't heal from, the bitterness, the resentment, it's all being uprooted in this very moment. It's being mm-hmm. uprooted in, in my family. It's being uprooted in my life. It's being mm-hmm. uprooted even with connections, you know, mm-hmm. people that no longer serve you, right? You know, right. and I always, and I've, it's always been my prayer probably since 2019, 2020, right? Going into 2020, God, send me people in my life that will bring me, bring value and not just take up space. Yeah. <laughs> It's people that can pour into me that I can then ter- in turn pour into them. And edification is so beautiful and important in relationships. So those are the things that I'm going through right now. Even now, as my grandmother of 91 years gone, we she went into the hospital. You know, we she was there for procedure. She was not there to die. Um, I thought I for sure my mother, my grandmother would be here with me when I got married someday. I, I thought for mm-hmm. sure she would still be here for at least another five years. And so with that comes the apartment that we grew up in, mm-hmm. my great-grandmother lived in this apartment. So if, if, if you can give a frame of reference of what that means, and my grandmother's oldest oldest son or oldest child, well, he's passed on, he would have been in his 80s, mm-hmm. okay? So think about how long, how many years our family has spent in this apartment that I'm sitting in right mm-hmm. now, that we are breaking down, that we're cleaning out, we're going through things. I mean, old memorabilia. And this is stuff that we grew up with, things that 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 had sentimental value. And on mm-hmm. top of that, turning 39, on top of that, saying goodbye to her, um, just having, you know, celebrated the legacy of my father um, in 2020 with the letters to my father, seven steps mm-hmm. to healing from the loss of a parent. And mm-hmm. now I'm moving. I am moving. I'm moving out of state. And all I hear God he keeps saying to me, it comes up in sermons, it comes up in my studies and my devotions. I am doing a new thing. Mm-hmm. Can you not perceive it? Mm-hmm. And that's where we are right now. 
<laughs> like, so I'm listening to everything that yeah. you um said, right? And all of the loss, right? And like like for to have such so <laughs> you see, I'm like, you have my brain, like I just I can't. Like, I've been I know. It's like speechless. My, it's like right. Yeah. I've been holding my emotions back since we got from to get us recording the the podcast episode before we our conversation before we officially started recording was powerful and I was emotional already and she's just coming on here and just dropping <laughs> gems and all of these things and I'm just like girl <laughs> right? yeah but um but um I was literally listening to everything that you said and all of the loss and all the things that you are going through I literally went to the doctor um a couple of months ago and I didn't understand like why I, why I, why I was the way that I was, why I was feeling the way that I was. So what you're talking about in regards to taking a hiatus and the breakdown for the breakthrough and all those things, that mm-hmm. was my life since December okay? yeah. of last year. And so I like, so talking to you, you were, you're literally saying all of the things and experiencing, not necessarily all of the loss in that, um, detrimental way but the loss of so many things that I let go of like you said I'm saying yeah. that I felt was going to be a part of my life forever or was a part of the purpose of a part of all of the or of the vision of my life right and so it's it's terrifying but I'm saying that to say I went to the doctor because I was just like what is going on me I was emotionally and mentally a mess and I'm like I cannot be the person I need to be in regards to being a CEO being a mom and all of the all of the titles all the greatness like exactly Mm -hmm. i need to i need to like really deep dive and go into the roots of all of the things into my soul and really deal like what i said deal he'll feel all of those things and so i went to the doctor and i was telling her i was having i wasn't feeling well and it was a manifestation of what i was feeling mentally emotionally turning into physical and she Uh. literally was like do you understand that you had four of the five life-changing events sorry three of the five life-changing events simultaneously and you're still standing that tells you how powerful you are right that's why so you had several life-changing events simultaneously it might have been the same pattern but no matter what it's still a life-changing event death is a life-changing event absolutely you see what i'm saying moving is a life-changing event the end of a relationship is a life-changing event having medical or medical injury or um medical injury or medical, um, uh, medical, what's the word? Medical, med- 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 medical, no, you're right. Medical engineering, yeah. right? Injury mm-hmm. or diagnosis is a life changing event. Like, all mm-hmm. of the, leaving a job is a life changing event. So, you've had life changing events happening to you for forever and a day, yes, right? And especially, <laughs> yeah. ha- no, for real. And, and, and even having the loss of your grandmother, I understand that because, like, my grandmother was a second mom to me I as know. well. You yep. see what I'm saying? And my uncle just mm-hmm. passed this past May and it oh, was unwritten. Like, girl, like that is what made, I made, I went to his grave a few weeks ago and I made a promise to him that I will do everything I have in my heart, everything that I, I think of, I will no longer be in a place of fear or doubt and I will just do it for him. Like, because he up. no longer Claim has the option. You see Claim what I'm saying? That. Like, That's beautiful. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so it, 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 you have these moments and you have these things that feel like your life is falling apart. You know what I mean? I can't imagine. Right. Oh my God, I'm not going to cry. I'm not, I'm not going to cry. I promise. I cannot imagine how my cousins feel. And I feel like you can, I literally was thinking about when you said your book, I was thinking about um, getting it for my cousins because they lost their father. Like four oh, children wow. had their father oh, and they, man. he was like the, 
if he was that major, if he had that much effect on me and I was his niece, imagine the the impact he had on his children and who he was for his children. You see right. what I'm saying? Because it was yeah. a huge loss. And so I'm saying that to say oh, sometimes man. those things happen because it, it 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 allows you to have the light switch, right? But you have to be, you have to, you have to be in a place and a space to understand that. Because if not, yeah. then you go the other way, right? Where you're yes. becoming depressed, where you're becoming all of those negative things. And so right. when you take it and sit back and realize like, okay, all this is happening. What is, what is the greater good out of this? What is the, what is the, what is the, the sunshine in the rain? It'll then help you to shift your perspective. Okay. Now, what do I need to do to be better and to really deal with things in a healthy way? Like, you know what I mean? It's so beautiful for you to say, like, I'm moving and I'm doing the things, even though you are going through, you have gone through and still going through, because it's still a healing process of all of these life-changing events. I just, oh. I'm so proud of you. I just thank yeah. you. And oh my gosh. And of course, we are also proud of you because again, you've been so powerful. You're so amazing. Nobody would even know what you're going through. And that's mm-hmm. the thing. We don't know what's on the other side of that smile, you know? Mm-hmm. And so we do have to be cognizant of the fact that everybody is carrying something, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 you don't even realize whatever the something that they're carrying, you're like, oh gosh, I couldn't imagine. Right. And then maybe what right. you're carrying, they're like, oh, my God, I couldn't imagine. You couldn't right. tell me two years, even five years ago, that I would be here sitting in the very place that we were raised in, the very place that I'm literally grieving from, the very place that my the last place that my grandmother rested her head where I was taking care of her, you know, before she was gone. You know what I mean? You couldn't tell me that I would be able to survive that. Right. And, and, and just like you said, it's really about, it's really important to give yourself the space, right? The, mm-hmm. the heal, deal and feel, heal, mm-hmm. heal, feel and deal. All right. There, mm-hmm. I don't want to misquote you. Um, but it's really important to do that so that you can conquer, mm-hmm. conquer the world and conquer life's changes. You know, that's why every morning I get up and I'm like, and I, I put on the whole arm of God and I pray. And, and this morning I'll have to share the affirmation that I did this morning um, that really just says it all. It really just encapsulates everything that we need to be doing in terms of the way that we need to live our life because it's not going to be peaches and roses. It's not yes. going to be gravy and money doesn't fix it. Fame uh, doesn't fix it. Recognition uh, doesn't fix it. These uh, titles doesn't fix it. You know, uh, another person can't fix it. Come on somebody. You know what I mean? These vices and these things that, you know, society oh says gosh. that we need to acquire mm-hmm. in order to feel mm-hmm. like somebody is not going to fix it. Mm-hmm. It is your soul. Like you say, it's a deep dive. It's a deep dive. And so who are you? Who do you want to be? You know, what do you think about yourself? You know, what's your vision for yourself? I mean, it gets, it gets really, really deep. And I, you know, it's been kind of heavy. It's been heavy at this point, at this juncture, at this stage, because I just know, oh, my breakthrough is coming and yes. I know it, I can feel it. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's why I don't understand how people can get through this life, not being rooted in something right? Not being rooted in some type of faith, some type of higher power. You know what I mean? Some type of higher being greater than yourself, because there's no possible way I could have done this alone without some being rooted in some type of faith. And I say that to say that, you know, I have taken this in stages. And I think for me, that's what's helped me along the way where, and I, and literally, I kid you not for months, I've been, I have my phone on do not disturb. I'm constantly screening calls. If you don't have a meeting, if we did not, you know, if we didn't have to discuss something in particular, no, you cannot just have access to me. You cannot just come, you know, call through my phone and I'm going to pick it up. No, I mean, I had for the longest, um, uh, like a vacation message reply. I had that on my, <laughs> on my, I had on my voicemail. It's so funny. Listen, my do what's necessary. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and, 
and I'm telling you, Chanel, I, I had to be so intentional about it just so I could get through these stages of grief and loss and, and hurt and, and a shaving away of. And I needed to do that because I said to myself, I can't hear anybody's voice except mm. for the voice of my own oh, and the voice gosh, of God. Yes. That's it. I can't hear anyone else. I can't carry anyone else's grief. I can't carry anyone else's projections and insecurities and fears and doubts. And even when people think that they're helping, they don't realize that they're then they're also bringing their own burdens. They're also bringing their own hurt and trauma. And I said, mm, I don't have it to give. I just don't have it. The energy I have is the little bit that I have. I need to conserve it just to get mm -hmm. through the day. I need to conserve uh. it because I was working with kids. I was, I was a teacher's aide for third graders and I promised yeah. and committed myself to them that, that, you know, people didn't understand that I went to work the Monday after my grandma passed because that's no, my mm -hmm. grandma would want me to work. I committed mm -hmm. to those kids. I told them I was mm -hmm. going to show up for them. I love those kids mm -hmm. like they were my mm -hmm. own. I prayed for them and still pray for them to this day. And so I said, nope. I'm going to do it. So if I had to give myself time each day to cry mm -hmm. in the midnight hour alone and nobody had to hear me just to conquer the world, then I was going to do that. And mm -hmm. that's what I had to do. And I, and I just took out all the noise. I had to block out all the noise. It's just me and me. It's just me and God and, and what, what the next step is. Right. And I didn't overwhelm myself because I said, okay, I have to get through this part. Okay. The planning. All right. Then I'm going to get through the wake and the funeral. Okay. Then I'm going to get through the school year. All right. Perfect. Now I'm getting through breaking down this apartment and getting things out of it. And then I'm getting through the move. You know what I mean? And you have to take mm -hmm. it in steps. Oh, uh, yeah. Gosh, you just, <laughs> I can't take it. First of all, let's go back to you saying it's you and you only like, yeah. so uh, you said it's not the relationship. It's not the vices. It's not the thing. It's not the things, the money, the go is not going to make a difference. If you are not 100%, like it's it, right. when they say money can't buy you happiness, they don't mean the material things. They mean that if you aren't 100% whole, if you are not happy with yourself, if you are not, if you aren't healed, if you aren't all of those things, then it doesn't matter how much money you have in the bank. You could have, you could be a billionaire and yep. still be miserable as hell. Absolutely. So We've seen are, it. We've seen it time and time absolutely. again in entertainment. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so that is so powerful for you to even like, so many people don't even understand that conceptually, right? No, I mean, you're right. Understand. For so many people do not understand that they think, oh, like I, and I'm saying that because I used to be the same way. It wasn't until I became as su successful, quote unquote, to other people that I realized like, wait, like I'm making the most money I ever made. I have the nice car. I have the nice place. I have all the things I'm in the relationship. I'm engaged. I'm all of those things. And I was miserable as hell. Like, I, like this doesn't make any sense. It right, does not make right. any sense. Why do I still feel like I'm suffering like I did when I was like going through depression and wanted to attempt suicide? That makes no sense. Like it makes right. no sense. And so I realized that's that was part of why I resigned. It was choosing myself or the job, right? And yeah. I was tired of putting everybody else before me. I was tired. <laughs> like I was yeah. burnt out and I was tired. And like you said, like the distractions and you had, listen, I have been, I've had this in my mind for the past four to five days and I want to make a post. I just don't know who, how I want it to look, but I'm like, my time and my energy is, is, is non-refundable. I can make yes. money. Back. You see what I'm Ooh, saying? I love that. You got to put that on a I, shirt somewhere. <laughs> that was good. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like my money is, 
money I can make back. I can get a refund. I can do the things to get money back, but I cannot buy back my time and energy. So if no. I feel like you wasted it, I want blood. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, like you said, you put all of those things in place to be intentional and yet you have to be intentional about wanting more for yourself and setting yourself up for like for whatever it is that you want so being intentional right. about your time about your energy who you're giving it to you said like oh yes girl. oh my goodness all the people that were undeserving and i'm like and i look back and i'm like i laugh i laugh at myself like wow <laughs> i'm like wow really like you like yeah. you don't even realize the amount of grace i extended to you honey that I, you was even blessed to have me here like like i look back at those things and the choices and that's why they say when you know better you do better right and you know they say hindsight is twenty twenty because you can really see yourself when you're outside of the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think I've always said it that you can't see a picture when you're inside the, the frame. Mm-hmm. And so when you are standing outside of it, you're like, wow, what like what I sacrificed, what I compromised, the things that I said I wouldn't do. You know, the ways that I I poured into someone else, and and then I'm empty. I'm depleted. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything left. I'm like mm-hmm. below the E right now. And yet mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to fuel you. That yeah. doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. That's fuel talk. That is fuel talk because you can. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I, so I came, I had the epiphany as to why I did that. Like I did that my entire life, <laughs> whether yeah. it was in career, well, I would put my job first. Then I had my kids and I made, well, yes, my job first. Then I had my kids and then yeah, it was but them, right? Then it's the family yeah. and it's all the things, right? And then mm-hmm. when I, when I resigned from my job and I was working full time, I then did it with my business. And then I did it with putting other people, like partnering with other people and partnering on different things in business, Right. Because it sounded great and I felt like it would have helped me to catapult my business to where I wanted it to be. But when I sat with myself and in, was in the space that you are currently in, and I'm, and I'm at the end of it, to be very honest, like to be very honest, I told you well, that's in amazing. December is when it started, right? But yeah. like I started to sit with myself and I realized that I was I did all of those things for from a distractionary point, meaning mm. as I take my time and energy in all of these other things, then I don't have to focus on my shit. Excuse my language. Mm, <laughs> right. Like, no, I hear what you're like, saying. Yes, the busyness. I don't. I yep. don't have to focus on me. I don't have to deal with my healing. I don't have to deal with my trauma. I don't have to deal with the things that I need to do in my business. I don't have to, I don't, there's so many things that I can avoid by taking and be in, in the relationship and all of those pieces that it, it, I take my time and energy and focus on all of those things so that I don't have to deal with the, the, the baggage and the right. suitcase that I have up in the attic. And so once I was like, you know what, let me just remove all those things. Like, mm-hmm. yes, like just, let's just remove it. Let's step by step person by person, whatever it is, just remove it. And then it left me space to now having to go upstairs and get that suitcase and unpack that luggage. And when I tell you, when I tell you, I've been saying that I want to be Keanu Reeves in the matrix on a day-to-day basis. Like that's who I want to be. (laughs) I want to be able to dodge the bullets before they come see them. Like, like that, how he maneuvered in the matrix. That's how I want to move in real life. And literally Mm -hmm. Like me getting that suitcase, I can, it's unreal how the alignment of things, the manifestation of things, the words that I say, like I will say one thing, I said one statement last week and I got the answer this week. I just got off a meeting, literally, like literally, 
but it, I wouldn't be here if I didn't have the breakdown for the breakthrough. You see yes. what I'm saying? And so many people don't understand that. So many people, and it makes, and I don't, I'm not even mad because like you said, no better, do better. Most people don't even understand what it takes to get to this point. You see what I'm saying? So right. many people don't understand right. to get to a level of success or the things that you need to do to get to start, to, to start with A. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. right. And so it's like, it, it makes me sad honestly, to see people that are suffering from the things that have, are literally holding, like choking them by the neck and they don't even realize it. Yeah. You see what I'm yeah. saying? It yeah. It's keeping sad. them from their blessing. Yeah. It's it, keeping them from their blessing. It's blocking absolutely. them. They don't even know it. They don't see it. it they don't see it. it. They'll see it maybe 10 years. Mm-hmm. Not even, not even. Some people don't see it ever, like ever, yeah. ever. Like my grandpa, I love him to life. He is like, he is like our he he is the pioneer for our family. We would not uh, be here if it was not for him. Like you said, I'm saying he left Jamaica, like went that. to England, came here, pioneer. brought his kids. Like we would, I would not be here. My my kids would not be here if it was not for him and being who he is as a man. But he had Lord, I'd be talking to him like business-wise, he is fire. Like he just knows the things and he does the things, and that's that's him. But like as a as a man and relationally, forget about it, right? Oh yeah, it's because Mm -hmm. there's things that he has that he probably has gone through that he probably hasn't even talked about. Of course not. Of course not. He's in his eighties, and so that's what I mean. Like there are so many people that don't even like you're having this epiphany and you're having these breakthroughs and you're doing the things. And there are some people that are like surpassed your age. And don't even know what what it looks like to even have the thought. You said, yeah. let her know. Let I've her, seen let it. Her, Absolutely. You know yeah, because not even because... having. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but I was just gonna say, but you're right. And I think a lot of times this is this is this this false way of being that we're taught. It that's passed mm-hmm. down. Like we're passed mm-hmm. down. Like oh, this is normal. We're passed mm-hmm. down that like oh, this is what surviving looks like. We're mm-hmm. passed down that like this is okay, and that mm-hmm. this is this is functional. No, it's mm-hmm. not. It's not okay. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not normal. This is, mm-hmm. this is not helping you. It's not serving you. Mm-hmm. It's hurting you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do the work. Yes. Some people just don't want to do the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause it's uncomfortable. Some people have, some people have comfort and discomfort, right? Some yeah. people are, some people are, are comfortable in their misery. Some people are comfortable because that's what they know, right? Right. They don't you see what I'm saying? They don't like, it, oh man, I wrote in Warrior's Paradigm about a kid that I met when I was, I was in my twenties. He had to be 16 and um, he was talking and I was just like, my mind was blown, right? He was what the, he, he was the, in a negative way, he was he was the, um, I'm going to tell you in two seconds, he was the eye opener for me in understanding that environment plays a major role in, in, in how you develop, right? Mm. But, also, but your, your parents and how you're raised also plays a, a major role in who you are as a person too, right? And right. he was 16 and I believe he was so like he was so excited and felt like he won in life because he went to jail at 13 for attempted murder and i oh was just gosh. like right but do you wow. but it, right and and i had my son at that point my son had to be like 2 and so i was just like what like at 13 i was you like you couldn't believe that that yeah, yeah that I'm mindset like, 
I'm on the cheerleading team and doing choir and in the Girl Scouts. Like I'm not even thinking about anything like that. Like right. right. But what it what it made me sad because I felt like if he didn't, if I'm and I'm telling him. Like, there's, like, a whole world outside of this, right? Like, yep. I need you to understand that the Bronx is not the universe, right? Right. But it's because he he wasn't raised to think like that. So in his mind, being in a gang, doing the gangster stuff, doing the, having guns and, and robbing people and whatever else it is, is normal and is what he's supposed to do to be, to be, to be looked at as somebody of power in his mind and right. it starts from your environment and it starts from how you are raised like you see what i'm yeah. saying and then but then if you look at the other side there are some people that are still in that that grew up in that environment and are like millionaires and 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 successful right but it's all right. about you as an individual so you are going to have those components that that create you as a person like your environment and how you're raised and the things you're exposed to but it's you as an individual to understand that there's more and i want more for myself so it right. it, it 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 made me sad to see to see him and be there but there's and and be in that mindset and to be in that place but there was nothing that I could do to save him because he had to want to save himself you see what I'm saying and so often or or you could mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. somebody he needs somebody that can show him something different like absolutely and I I used to say people didn't know Mm -hmm. people like the friends I knew that grew up in the projects they didn't know they were poor until they got out of the projects, right? They didn't know they were poor. They didn't know that there was something wrong, that there wasn't anything more until they went out. And I think if people just literally get out of their city, get mm-hmm. out of their state, get mm-hmm. out of the country, it, mm-hmm. it could be one program. It could be one mentor. It can be mm-hmm. one pastor. It can mm-hmm. be one, you know, great uncle or aunt. You know, for me, I know these are the, I, I'm literally speaking from experiences. Those are the people that facilitated my world. In, mm-hmm. in this this world outside of the world that I thought I had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's the only way, the only way for him to see the other side of the coin, to know mm-hmm. that like, nope, this isn't it. This isn't Absolutely. it But wow. here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. I could easily have been the person to bring him outside of his environment, right? But mm-hmm. remember what I said about people love their comfort and their discomfort, right? And so right. there are some people that you bring them to those to those places and those spaces. And because it's uncomfortable, uncomfortable for them, they run back to what they know. You see what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. You so can take them to it, the well, but not exact, drink the water. It, absolutely. And so it, it, it takes a specific type of individual to to have the strength and to understand like, hey, yes, I'm uncomfortable. Why evaluate? Why am I uncomfortable? And then assess why I'm uncomfortable and do the things so that you are no longer uncomfortable in those spaces. You see what I'm saying? Whether it's from a value perspective, Mm, whether it's from understanding you are enough, whether it's from understanding like, all right, like, like getting out of your comfort zone is where the growth is, right? You see what I'm saying? And so, so what you said, absolutely absolutely it, it but there's two different types of individuals and you are the other percent right where it's like this is uncomfortable as hell for me but i'm still gonna be here and i'm gonna do the things because i want to get to the other side where yes. there are others that are like oh. this is uncomfortable for me i'm gonna jump back into the boiling water like you see what i'm saying right. you're right uh, you're right yes. you're right yes. and, and mm-hmm. i know and i know what that is you know mm-hmm. with my father you know dealing with alcoholism and dealing with addiction you know mm-hmm. I, I heard somebody i heard an interview with somebody that was going through oh, someone in the entertainment industry and um you know she started telling her story and a lot of people you know at face value would never know that she went through these things and she mm-hmm. said that it got so bad that she just felt like you know this is this is what's 
normal to me. This is what what's comfortable for me. She said that when she was talking about um, what do you call it, like weaning herself off of the drugs and mm-hmm. getting to the other side, she says sometimes it 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 feels just better just to stay in where you're at because it almost can feel like death. It can almost take you out of here when you're trying to wean yourself from one thing to another and, and, and kick a, a habit. And, yeah. and, and I'm like, wow. And, and really that's how this feels right now. I mean, for someone right. like myself that doesn't like change, I right. hate change. I am so right. regimented. I am so routine oriented. I used right. to say I'm borderline OCD. I'm totally full blown <laughs> OCD right now. You know, I like things in a very particular way. You know what I mean? Even when COVID came, it was like, oh my goodness, I am a maniac. You know, even trying to protect myself and protect my grandmother, she she was like, oh, you're going to make me a prisoner. I can't, you can't make me a prisoner up in this house because I would not let people come up in here. And when they did, like, it was like a strict protocol, right. you know, and she's like, you can't be spraying everybody down and telling them to do this, that, and third up. I guess they can. They coming across this threshold. They better, you know what I'm saying? They're coming here with a mask. You right. know, it was like little things like that. And I realized that like, oh my goodness, like, and it's all about the control. So I, I think, and I want whoever's listening, I want people to get the whole idea of what we're saying really comes down to surrender. Mm -hmm. It comes down to surrendering to the process, surrendering to the journey, because a journey is not straight. It's not a plateau. You know what I mean? There, there's, there's, there's leaps, there's bounds, there's peaks, there's valleys, you know, there's barriers, there's doubt, pitfalls. There's so many things that are going to happen in a journey. If you could just surrender to it, then it's like, okay, come what may. I'm going to keep moving. Right. Come what may. Absolutely. I'm still going to get up every day and show up for myself. I'm still going to get up every day and thank God for the sunshine that's beaming through my window or the fact that I can mm-hmm. breathe. You know, I think about George Floyd every time I breathe. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, I, I think about certain people every time I'm out and about and you know, the things that we might take for granted. And so if we could just surrender to that and really get up every day and see just a little glimmer of light and we, we could just keep moving, then that that's it. That's it. Just keep moving Absolutely. forward. Oh, that was so good. Do you have, I mean, that, I feel like that was a closer right there, but do you have any final words for our audience? Oh my goodness. Um, yes, I mean, well, oh yeah, let me sit, share this affirmation. Um, mm-hmm. I love this. Soul affirmations. I just got it from Kariga Bailey. Um, love them. He and his wife, they um, have dealt with grief and loss in a really major way mm-hmm. um, with the loss mm-hmm. of their their child. Um, God blessing, bless them with a baby girl. Um, so they have a new baby right now. So it's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, with that ending came the new beginning. That's also something that I always say. Absolutely. And so I just, um, I just got this Ooh, book. Yeah. And- <sighs> Yeah. Yeah. And so that's how I realized, I realized, and and this is the thing, and I do want to say this in terms of like, just, you know, honoring my grandmother, Minnie Taylor, and those that know me, that know me very well and knew what I went through, knew my journey with my grandmother. Everyone knew that there was no possible way I would have left this place or left, left, left New Jersey had my grandmother Mm -hmm. still been alive. So my grandma used to say, I live my life. You got to live yours. And so it's almost like this, this is why it's bittersweet because it's almost like grandma had to leave here for me to be able to spread my wings and some would say looking you know outside lookers looking at my life you'd be like wow look at all the stuff that you accomplished you've done this you've done this but I haven't even scratched the surface of who I am Mm -hmm. I haven't even scratched the surface of my greatness and it's crazy because when I wrote in that chapter in my first book breakthrough 
the, the chapter title was unlock your greatness. And I ended mm-hmm. that chapter saying, I am still breaking through and I hope you mm-hmm. do too. And it's a yes. to be continued because what's on the other side of those dots, what's on the, what's on that dash of your life. We know mm-hmm. that COVID told us that it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how much you had in your bank account. It didn't matter what your title was. It didn't matter who your family was, that there were people dying, some dying mm-hmm. alone. And there was no mm-hmm. rhyme or reason as to why they were dying. And it it didn't teach us anything. It should teach us that time is not on our side. It should teach Mm -hmm. us that time is not Mm -hmm. It should teach us that we are here for an assignment. We are here on a purpose and that we need to delve into that purpose and find it quickly, quickly, because we don't have time. My dad, 57, didn't have time. His brother, Mm -hmm. my uncle Ali, was 40-something, didn't have time. My Mm great-grandmother, 80, didn't have time. My grandmother, 91, I mean, she lived a good, full life. So grandma really Mm -hmm. did live her purpose, and she touched so many people, and I'm so blessed I've had her. But I'm telling you, anyone that's listening, just really surrender to the process, surrender to the journey, knowing that you have greatness inside of you. If you faint not, keep moving forward, press forward. Just keep pressing forward. Even if it's just one step, one, one stage, you know, one, one little moment that you can, you know, take that and, and add, add them together and and get to something greater. It's Mm -hmm. all it takes. So the sole affirmation that I read this morning, and I want to leave everybody with this mind unlocked, heart unblocked. I am open and willing to receive the lessons blessings and manifestations today will present yes oh that's so good you have to text me that thank you very much that is so good yeah i have actually another copy i should send it to you yes oh my gosh yeah so so affirmations it's cute little pocketbook oh i love that i love 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 that so tell the people how they can connect with you Oh my goodness. There's so many ways to connect with me. Of course, I'm Renee Taylor across all social media platforms. You can also go to my website where it's a hub for everything that I'm doing, ReneeTaylor.com. That's be like victorious, E-R-N-A-E-T-A-Y-L-O-R.com. Um, join my, my mastermind group um, and on Clubhouse, Build Your Own Empire. I'm going to be bringing back Boss Lady Tip Tuesdays every Tuesday where I help entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs and just people stepping into their confidence, whatever it is that they're going through. Uh, we have Taylor Branding Co. that is coming, um, coming yes. to um, oh. Yeah. So, you know, building the empire, building our own empire within our, BM, our family and really just taking and carrying on the legacy. I'm going to be doing a lot more writing and producing um, behind the scenes for our mini series. Reality Vibes, Tell Me For You, along with um, Ready To Grow. Um, it was a production that we did back in 2016 that we are now adapting into a mini series, um, which I started in that. But um, yeah, so definitely reach out yes. to me that way. Um, you can find all my books there. Some of the amazing collaborations that I was so happy to do with a visionary author and greatness that she is, Chanel Spencer. So I'm just so happy that um, you, you called me on. Um, and yeah, and I'm going to be rebooting the book Breakthrough. Um, okay. That is going to be repurposed, retitled, recovered, and reformatted. And it might sound something like, you know, I'm still breaking through and I hope you do too. I'm not sure what that is. And that's going like to be in that. conjunction with mm-hmm. the Breakthrough Network. Um, as I am really trying to inspire, inspire the world. I'm trying to be You global. are inspiring, and girl. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. And you are and global, girl. <laughs> yes, let's claim it. Let's claim it. Yeah, and I don't want I don't want these little girls out here that um you know that are going through something. I don't want them to feel like they're alone. I don't want them to have to go through the pitfalls that we went went through. If yeah. we could you know save them from themselves or save them 
from some of the things that we went through that we could carry and the sacrifice that we made, then we're doing something. And that's really what it's all about. So thank yes. you guys for thank you for having me. Yes. <laughs> and uh, listen, I don't want to I don't want to end this. This is how good it is. Listen, I'll be doing I'm like, oh my gosh, please hurry up. But this I am <laughs> like, I don't want it to end. This is oh thank you so much. For thank coming you for having me. Thank you for the gems. Thank you for your energy. Thank you for showing up and showing out. I know you're on a hiatus, but listen, hi- listen. a lot of times <laughs> you don't understand the hiatus is necessary because it's either I disappear or you see another side of me that you probably don't want to see. So, right, right. <laughs> listen. Myself, get myself together mm-hmm. and then I'll come back ready to go, ready to shine, ready to take over. But it's so important. It's so important for us to understand self-love and self-care are number yes. one for everything. If you are not at your greatest, it's impossible for you to be great for anybody else. So come I, on now. I, I Thank so you. I wouldn't even have known, honestly. So I'm so honored that you shared that story and your in your current space with us because I feel like it's going to inspire so many and you you literally gave me confirmation literally of oh, what yes when and 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 so I appreciate you for sharing because you could have came on here and and been unfearless and un and apologetic and filtered <laughs> and you chose to be the opposite and that's the perfect no. platform so absolutely you, girl. Oh, like I could quote the entire episode like <laughs> I know. Well, I know. And listen, I was right. I was taking notes of things that you said too. I mean, and this is this is what it's all about. It's that edification. Exactly. That's the beauty of just being exactly. around great people that absolutely. can pour into you. That's what it's about. Yes, absolutely. So thank you to our lovely, lovely audience for tuning in. I hope you loved the episode as much as I enjoyed and recording it for you guys. So again. We'll see you next time. And thank you so much. Make sure you like, subscribe, share everything. I appreciate you. Bye, beautiful people. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Evolve. Stay fearless, unfiltered, and unapologetic. Until next time, special shout out to all of our amazing listeners. You are truly appreciated. Follow our host, Chanel Spencer, at Chanel Spencer Now on Instagram and Facebook. Songs I'm From the South by D21 from Black Mob Entertainment. Off the 720 God album. Find him on Instagram at only D21. I'm from the South. Straight out the south, we'll hit his rock gold teeth straight out your mouth. My niggas don't know peace, fuck is he saying though? Only is he playing though? Know my old dudes bring more than a candle. Bring the heat to them, there they keep talking. Know that they would then, little dogs barking. Step across the line, be shot.